And now, making their way into the arena, hailing from the great pro wrestling state of Massachusetts, they are the hosts of the Top of the Cage podcast. Here are Bill and Juice. And thank you again, Rich Palladino, the voice of New England, always making us sound so good. And Rich also makes our guest this podcast sounds so good when he introduces them but before we get into that i am the super producer i am bill joined always by my tag team partner my wrestling confidant he is the future booking genius and the prince of pro wrestling podcasts he is justin Juice Cannon. Boom. Boom, baby. Juice. I am going to say it right now. Ricky Smokes is going to be one of the biggest names you see come out of the New England area for the Indies in the next like five, 10 years. Easy. Facts. Maybe even sooner than that. I mean, dude's 22. Like people like scouting the guys young and. He seriously is, like, he's one of a kind. Like, he could be the next guy. Like, there's some guys in the next level that are close to him. Like, he's better than some guys on the mic and even in the ring that I see on TV. Like, I'm not just saying that to really stoke him up. Like, he's that good. Like, the smoke show is the real deal. Everyone's got to be watching the smoke show, not just in New England area. You got to jump on the hype train now before before it's too late you know this is the guy to really jump on the bandwagon for right and and you'll hear in this interview i mean i i don't think we need to stroke his ego any more than it already is fully stroked but this was an absolutely fun interview ricky is is amazing like i said i mean it just he comes off so arrogant so brash but he backs it up in the ring i know we said it at one point in the interview juice but this is a man that rarely loses the cockier and more confident he is, the better he is. So I say we we stoke the ego. We we just keep sending him praise, and he's just gonna it's gonna go to his head, and then it's gonna go to his muscles, and he's just unstoppable. He he won't ever lose. Like if he gets that John Cena match that we'll talk about in the interview, he's gonna squash him. It's gonna be like Brock Lesnar versus Cena at SummerSlam all over again. I completely agree. And I'll I'll kick us off to our first episode that's going to get 100 million views easy just because of the smoke show. Ricky Smokes. What's up, everybody? I am Juice, joined by my co-host, Bill. This is Top of the Cage. We got another interview for you. Former Chaotic New England champion, member of Art and Limitless, Chaotic Countdown winner, the one, the only, the smoke show, Ricky Smokes. What's up, gentlemen? I'm having a great time. I just woke up maybe like five minutes ago from still celebrating my countdown victory. A little night on the town with the boys. So that's really what life's been up to. I'm on top of the world right now. A little bit of a headache, but you know how it goes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, coming off your countdown when you're also getting your own, uh, you're getting your own chaotic show. Yep, smoke show, baby. I've been saying it's the smoke show all along, and finally, people acknowledge me. 
what can we expect from Smoke Show? Well, I don't have a match announced. I don't even know if I'm going to wrestle, to be honest. But if you were watching the last uh, chaotic episode on Twitch, you know that I now have beef with Brian Logan. Just came back to chaotic wrestling. Everybody's excited for some reason, like this is a big deal. And I, I don't think he's booked for anything. I'm not booked for anything. It's my show. So as far as I know, I might just have a match with him in a steel freaking cage. So yeah, Smoke Show's gonna be a banger. I'm gonna figure it out. I'll probably get some like fireworks and like some cool pyro and like a new ramp. You know what I'm saying? Then maybe get like the Cowboys dancers to come. That'd be sweet. Like it's Nitro back in the day. <sighs> Smoke Show's gonna be sick. That will indeed be sick. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, will you have to run that by the unit? Will they be able to get that done for you? It's Smoke Show. It's Smoke Show for a reason. Ah, okay. That's okay. Fine. We don't get along too well. So let's get into that a little bit then. What do you think about the unit running chaotic? The, uh, like my check stays the same, really. And like I've been getting winners purses like every time, so it's like double. Like if I'm getting paid well, I don't care what the boss is doing. I like who the boss is. You know, you know what I'm saying. So I have no problem with the unit. They did ask me to join a while ago. I wrestled JT Dunn. And before and afterwards, he was asking me to join the unit. But the thing was, in order to like join the unit, I had to wear his like stupid shirt. You know the one where they're like praying on it, like he's some like cult leader. That's scary. Like they're like dominant and like entertaining, like objectively entertaining. But if I got, I have to like cover up my body like at all times. Like if I'm like a Trips or like a Danny Miles or even like a JT, I get it. You should, <laughs> you should cover up a little bit. But like, what? why would I, why would I do that? You know what I'm saying? So like in another world where they're wearing like tank tops with their little logo on it, maybe. But I don't see any tank tops. So that's how I feel about the unit basically. And that is true. I mean, you are the smoke show for a reason. Thank you, sir. We have a whole show about it. It's like, what more do you want? Exactly. Yeah. How easy is it to maintain that smoke show body? Uh, well, I don't like to blame. I don't like to give all credit to genetics, but I clearly have, like, the genetics. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been working out since I was like 15 after overcoming bullying and becoming a better and stronger person for myself. I realized that is like working out helps me with my mental, my physical, and I've just been rock solid ever since. Like I haven't had a carb since 05, swear to God. I was born 2000. Like I go hard. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's not really that like difficult anymore. However, like, you couldn't do that you know what i'm saying so it's not it's not hard for me but like you you could you know what i'm saying know what you're saying i won't mention the name that uh can't be mentioned but obviously before smokes you were something else oh oh yeah no sure How's transitioning from uh, the name that must not be mentioned to the smoke show? Well, it's kind of like being born with no identity 
and then following your prophecy and then finding out your true name. And like, I went back to go watch film, like film study. Cause like, that's what, like, I'm always doing stuff to get better. You know what I'm saying? So I would like watch my old matches and then think like, who, who the fuck is that? Like, who, who is this kid? You know? But it, it, I've been talking to my therapist and I realized like, I need to acknowledge that like, that's me. Like, it's hard to, it feels like an entirely different, am I rambling here? I'm not rambling. Am I, there's like, I don't like think about this subject a lot, but when I do, I realize I need to acknowledge that like, we are the same person and I've grown ever since then. Like I was a boy, I was a boy, a young lad and now I'm a man. And just to like see that growth is inspiring. It is truly inspiring. I mean, to see how far you've come as a wrestler, mm-hmm. you, you can take a second. It's okay. We understand this. Is... What, what, what's the question? Well, I was just going to ask you. I mean, it, it seems like a lot of the fans, especially at Chaotic, like uh, chanting that name that must not be meant. Oh, that pisses me off, dude. It, it's like I try so hard to just like be a good guy like i am the wrestler i looked up to when i was a child like i am him i am him and so i just go through the curtain and double bicep pose of course and it it's like the second they see me they just like like to mess with me and so like i said i'm a good guy so i try to brush it off but like how much how much can one guy take you know Exactly. But, but they just do it to be funny. They do it to be funny. Like they say the name that shouldn't be named to be funny. Like it's not funny. Right? No. I mean, they also yell choke show, which makes no sense because you mainly win and you don't choke. So and I choke people. But it's because they're dumb. They're dumb. Dumb. You know? Like that stuff I can brush off because it doesn't make sense. But when you say like a name that's so close to home while I'm making so much personal growth, like, it's kind of like, are you guys the bullies? And I'm, I'm, like I said, I've been facing bullying my entire life. Like, I see it. And the thing about bullies is that they don't know that they're the ones being bullies. And so, like, nobody's ever thought, like, maybe it's the fans that are the bad guys. Ah! Am I getting somewhere? With that logic, I mean, I, I can't deny that. I, I am definitely somebody that, that cheers for you at shows. I've seen your personal growth as a character and as a wrestler in a whole. And it, the people who do that, they're, they're stupid, like you said. Just straight up stupid. Dumb. Dumb. It is crazy. But it's like something I can laugh about now. But yeah, it, it gets really dumb. Well, I think they have to recognize you now. Uh, you're coming hot off the chaotic countdown win. Yeah, uh, you entered. You entered at number thirty, and it was only Brad Cashew in the ring at that time. What did it feel like to have that moment, that opportunity, where only one person stood between you and that title? Well, the fact that it was Brad is one thing. I think he's one of the only people where, like, I even hesitate to just want to like punch. You know, 
like when I when I get ready to like go into the ring, when like my entrance music's blasting, stuff's bumping, I'm in the zone. I'm just ready to scrap, hands up, elbows out, all that. But like when I saw it was Brad, it not that I hesitated, but it's like I took in the moment because like we were babies, like when we started training together, you know. And then now to see us, like we're the final two. Like, however we got there, doesn't matter. He lasted a couple, he was in, like, 20, 25 or something like that. Then I went in there. Like, it doesn't matter when you go in. It's all, like, the same. But, like, to have that moment with him meant a lot. But to really answer your question, to go in at number 30, it was, like, who else deserves that besides me? Because if you didn't know, countdown 2021, guess what number I came in? Two, just basically one. So I lasted the entire time, 48 minutes, I believe. 48 minutes. And like, I better get in at number 30. Give me a freaking break. It seemed like the wrestling gods were on your side this night. I really am did. the wrestling gods. I, I have no proof to deny that. So Thank you. I, I believe you. Appreciate you. Now, uh, keeping on the topic of the chaotic countdown, on Twitter, we saw that you had uh, retweeted the tweet from Matty Meats. He created uh, quite the promo before the chaotic countdown. You said that he was the only person you were scared of. I fear no man, but that's not a man. Like, he's a monster. Like, yeah, Matty Meats is absolutely terrifying. He's pointing out cigarettes on his tongue for funsies, bro, for fun. Like, Can't forget the waterboarding, too. What we waterboards himself. That that's crazy. Maddie Meats is one of the most naturally entertaining people. But it's not because like he tries to be funny. He's just a sicko. And like, you know, he trains at New England Pro Wrestling Academy. And when we first met, I thought we'd like really get along. Cause like he's basically like a frat kid. Like a couple of years out of college, he's just a frat kid. And I get generalized as a frat kid like very often, just by the way I look, because people like to generalize me because I get hated on. And so like we hit it off at first. But then like he'd just be ripping darts at class and like eating a salami stick. Like he would he left a salami stick under the ring at our school and takes bites out of it when he gets tired. He's had the same one since last summer. I swear to God, like, it's disgusting. He does not drink water in between drills. He has cases of beer that he's he was never allowed to have at the school, so he leaves them outside and then has a funnel and puts them through the funnel through the window so he can get beers. I think he has his baby. He brings his baby to class to funnel him beers through the window. No lie. I swear to God. Kids are so yeah, he, he he's he's a weirdo. We're not friends anymore. I don't like ripping darts. Personally. I I completely agree. I've never had a cigarette in my body. No. The many times I've been offered, never never even bothered with it. Hell no. Ricky smokes, but not darts. <laughs> That's a t-shirt right there. <laughs> Thank you. Keeping on the topic of just creative vignettes and promos, I mean, you you also do your fair share. So how do you think of, or, or what's it like to be in that mindset when you're making your great promos? They're more so like documentaries of my life. 
like the last thing that I uploaded was a very personal piece and it was coming straight from a therapy session that I had in my house with my therapist. And so I make great progress with Dr. D. And it was just this last one in particular where like he really told me something that like hit hard with me. And that was that if people, not, not even just the fans, but if people in general like have a problem with you for being yourself, just don't be yourself. Like most, most people, most like friends, family, or like therapists would tell you, like, you should just be yourself and love yourself and embrace yourself, right? But some people suck. So why, why would that be your best option? Why would you actually choose to be yourself? When in my case, I obviously don't suck. I won the 2022 KO countdown. It lasted longer than everyone in 2021. So I, I don't suck. So that's not my like problem per se, but like, it's no matter what I do, people hate on me. Like children in particular. And I don't even remember the question. I, this topic gets really dark with me whenever we mention therapy. Well, you've mentioned therapy a few times and I, I actually myself am a big advocate for mental health, especially for men. What do you say to people out there who might be struggling and looking for a therapist? That's a very serious question. Well, well, I mean, get whatever help you need. Unfortunately, like I said, most people suck. So there's not a whole lot of things to like, because you can't be like, I just won the 2022 chaotic countdown. Like, I don't care. These feelings are invalid because I know I'm a beast. I can go on the chaotic website, chaotic YouTube channel, chaotic Instagram, and then get validation right there that I'm a beast. But most people don't have that. So it's okay to reach out for help no matter what. And then like, if you can't do things as cool as what I can do, like it all translates, you know? So it's just, go get help. In all seriousness, go get help. Always be able to be open-minded or open-minded when listening to people, open when speaking to people. And don't get on yourself for wanting to go get help. Like that's the worst thing you could do is actually think like, oh, I'm weak or, oh, I, I need to shut up about my feelings because my friends are going to think I'm sad. Like you're, you, that's okay. You know? And so that was my thing like growing up was that like, I knew I was going to be a champion of the world, but it's so hard to like believe it because like, what have I done like in middle school or high school to like prove that to myself? I was nasty at baseball, could have gone D1, didn't feel like it. Nasty at track, just like junior year when I started it and then I quit senior year to party. And so like, I have all these things going for myself. Like I said, I already forgot what the question was. But like, I have all these things going for myself, but I never had proof that wrestling will just like certainly work for me. And that adds a lot of like stress to your life. That was the question, right? We're just talking about my accomplishments. Yeah. Uh, we actually started talking about your uh, promos and vignettes, but um, I say that's a fine <laughs> yeah. segue. Yeah, no, those are fun. Yeah, uh, I, I do promos and vignettes. Yeah. Do you think you'll ever have a match with maybe your greatest rival, uh, Clocks? I remember the countdown. Uh, 
Beat the clock. You gotta bring up my darkest trauma right now. That was a little traumatic experience. I didn't record that. Those are from cameras outside of my house of an attack. The police haven't done anything or filed a report because they don't believe me. And I have video proof on YouTube. Look at my face. Am I joking? No. You know what? I think someone should make a documentary about it or a horror movie that really draw attention to the issue. That was like birds shit. That was some... uh horror movie shit that was scary to watch dude seriously and so people are like oh how do you do that i wish it didn't happen you know but in a way it was a good way to prepare for the beat the clock challenge it didn't end up going my way even though i choked out landon hell before the buzzer went off but they're trying to tell me that the buzzer went off before landon hell was unconscious but you can go back and watch the tape it's like cap oh so, yeah my skits are pretty good. I'd say. People call them promos or it's like skits. So this, your skit games are top tier, but of course you're a wrestler. Your in-ring wrestling is top tier. How do you just pick it up so quickly? Like you're just a natural in the ring. How would you just get so good so quick? I played the video games, WWE video games. I think my first was like SmackDown versus Raw like 2008 or 2009. 2009. Do you remember who was on the cover? Um, that one in particular. Uh, I think that was the Cena Undertaker body Batista, last year. Right? He, I think. It was on the PlayStation too. Like I don't play that one anymore. But that was always my go-to. And so I would go into the creator wrestler and move set. And then I would just like go through and look at all of them and then just pick what moves I'm going to do. And then so the second I got on like a wrestling ring for the first time, they want to show me the fundamentals and like I had it because like you said, I'm a natural. So I would just like just do these moves that I had just ready to go for years. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I just practiced that over and over and over because like I said, the fundamentals, I just had it because I'm natty. And so like at this point, I'm really just like practicing like cool moves and stuff. Because the athleticism came from, like I said, when I started working out years ago and got to your genetics. And then the skill is just natural. And then just the moves, like that's really like my hustle. It's just like sick moves. Like the head tap, fireman's carry, run them into the buckle, boom, back of the hand, the top turnbuckle, spin around, TKO. Like that's sick. And like you can't. You, you can't just, like, go into training and do that and say you want to do that. Got to practice all the steps, but I had it. So I made that in the create a move feature in one of the old, old video games. So, like, I would just come up with these sick moves. And when I would get in a ring, I would just practice them over and over. So it just reps. Reps. We've had a few people say that reps, reps is the key to becoming a good wrestler. And, I mean... Look at you. Look at that body. You can tell yes, me. Thank you. Gassing me up over here. Of course, of course. And of course, you know, you are a former champion, former New England uh champion. Speaking of so, champions, I got something to say. Oh. If this looks familiar, anybody. That is the chaotic wrestling heavyweight championship. I got a date with this baby September 16th when I go against Dave Ian. The reason I have it on me now is if you watch the last episode of Chaotic on Twitch I referred to earlier, after the main event match, Davian 
Davian, this dumb, stupid woman, calls me out to go into the ring. And while everyone's there, everybody's watching. Like, she doesn't have to do this. She can go home. Like, she just won. And I was on commentary. She calls me out. I go to the ring. I beat her ass. I just beat her up. In the middle of the ring. Backhand. Boom. Go to choker. Head rush. Unconscious. She's gone. And then that's when Brian Logan came out. But I decided you're not going to call me out on my show in front of my people. And then just have your boy, Brian Logan, probably just ready behind the curtain because this is a ruse set up by both of them. I decided to get back to her. I steal this. (laughs) (laughs) Best prank I ever pulled. This is gorgeous. I've been sleeping with her ever since. Had her by my side. I'm just kind of like getting used to like having her around all the time. Like I've never had like one girl around this long that I've like cared about. You know what I'm saying? I just look at this all day. It is a master mind game. We've seen that all throughout wrestling history. Taking the belt from the champion definitely gets in their head. They're they're getting used to not having it right now, and you're getting used to having it. Yeah. She's probably bugging right now. This is going to be how she finds out. <laughs> and I don't want to uh I don't want to really spoil anything coming up, but what's what's a game plan for Davian? You got to admit she is a multiple time chaotic wrestling heavyweight champion. She is somebody that's held that belt with high regard and beaten some great names for defense for it. So what is what is the smoke show going to do for that? I want to say something generic, like same thing I always do. Just like get the punching bag, start scrapping. Like, but I mean, I'm doing the same things I always do. Like I'm a monster in the gym. And so I just like change up what I'm doing based on who I'm wrestling. And I figure if I'm wrestling Davian, like I'm not trying to like do stuff on the ground. Like I'm trying to jump around. Like I'm, I'm fast AF boy. You know what I'm saying? Like I could just jump around her box, jump over her leapfrog over draw kick mouth gone. It's on the ground, stomp her out. So I'm probably working on more plyometrics than anything. That's a big part of my training already. Um, okay, I'm lying. What I've been doing is I grab my punching bag that I have and I print it out her face and her husband, Gal Barquet's face, on both punching bags. But I don't throw punches. No. I take sharp objects, this right here, and I simulate murder onto both of them. You know why? Because I don't want to just imagine beating her up because that's what's going to happen. I want to implant in my brain the visual of a dead Davian on the ground to condition myself to get to want that and desire that. So when I go in there with no scissors, no spears, no forks, and just these boys right here, I'm do whatever the hell I have to do. A Homer Simpson, that woman. I swear to God. See, it's like I'm just preparing myself for a war. 
So then when I get in there, all I got to do is beat up David. There's nothing. I'm a soldier right now. Just preparing for a little scrap. But it's not going to be a little scrap. I fought Davian before and she beat me. And that, that's the first time I've been able to admit to a loss. So I'm taking this one a lot more seriously. Training's terrifying. I just go out there just outside with the punching bags and sharp objects, just naked, simulate like I'm living in ancient times and this is what I need for my family to survive. This. This right here. That was, I just gave you a lot. Looks like oh. you're older now. So uh, ask another question. So obviously this is a huge opportunity, but this isn't your only big opportunity that's coming up in uh, another promotion, Limitless. You're in the their prestigious Vacation Land Cup. Yes, sir. You're representing art. Yes, sir. What are you doing to prepare for that? And what, what do you have to do to win this prestigious tournament? Well, I have to beat everybody lined up in my bracket to win. To answer your question, Juice, <laughs> this guy's not trying to swear. <laughs> I'm going to go in there. Whoever I'm paired up with is going to get either double stomped, called the one-hitter, by the way. <laughs> yeah. They're getting one-hitted, head-tapped, head-rushed. If there's eight guys in it, then it sounds like I got one for each of them. You know what I'm saying? Actually, hmm. I'm going to have to get back to you because they haven't announced home wrestling first. I think my training will depend on who it is. Either way, the murder has been working for me. The sharp objects, the going outside, simulating war, that's been working for me. I've gone hard lately. I used to act like silly. Like I would prepare just by like, I prepare for matches just by working out, but I don't think that's gonna work for me anymore. I'm going for murder. That's definitely the mindset you got to have. So also in Limitless, something that's different than Chaotic is uh, you have you have friends, you have Art, you have Rourke yeah, in every yeah. corner. I mean, I'm sure they're helping you cook something up to make sure that Art wins the Vacation Land Cup. The Art finally takes their places on top of Limitless Wrestling instead of the prize 100 because it, it's been very clear especially if you follow like any of us or limitless on twitter that they're like out to get us in a way like they they don't really give us opportunities like as a whole if you look at like when we first started it's kind of like messed up like we, we didn't do anything to deserve that you know and then the limitless is always chirping me like i'll say something silly just on twitter just, like calling out limitless talk whatever slurs whatever bad words I call them. And then they just say something bad. And it's something like really mean. So it's like very clear that they're like completely like on the opposition of art. So like to give me an opportunity like this, like we're, we're psyched. I can speak for the rest of the two. Like they're not jealous at all. Like we talk, like, don't worry about that. They're, they're psyched for me to win this, to win the vacation land cup. And yeah, we're trained. Ava's out there with me. 
Rourke's out there with me when I'm doing my violence. You know what I'm saying? When I'm doing my training. They're a big help, and they really want me to win. They're not jealous at all. We're, we're, we're great. So, obviously, with Chaotic, the unit's taking over Chaotic. What do you think Art could do if they had control over Limitless like that? Well, first of all, we wouldn't discriminate against, like, a good team like Art. Like, when you have, like, three superstars, you just keep them down and don't give them the opportunities they should have. Like, you're going to go bankrupt. You know, like you have your money makers all on the same team performing together, which is easily five star bang. But you don't give them opportunities. So with art in charge. One, it would be prettier. We would enforce like people to get better gear because there's some some sloppy ones. And. I think we would just. I just think it'd be a better place. Mostly because there's no more art slander. That's the number one thing. There's no art slander. That's how we change things. Makes sense. Makes sense. I really like the idea with the gear. We've actually had Rourke on before as one of our guests, and we went into pretty deep uh, his his gear and how he prepares each match, each face color for it too. Yeah. And I mean, oh, yeah. You, you got great gear too. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Thanks, boss. So uh, just, just to ask you, we, we asked to work this question too. Where do you get your gear from? Uh, bump and Stitch lately. Like my last three or I want to say like four sets from Bump and Stitch. That's really all the sets I have. Like my early stuff, like I ordered from like Elucha and like some other, just like ordering like generic things online. But anything custom I have is Bump and Stitch. And like my last gold trunks, sick. Like unreal, Those are sick. They, unreal. Like, they sick. really were. And then my classic white with red, with the smoke show supreme logo on the butt. It, it's sweet. That's my go-to gear maker. I'm sponsored. Yeah, they they definitely make a lot. I know they make it for uh, for quite a few people within like the the New England chaotic scene, right? Yeah, for sure. We just kind of talked about it, and we've seen you mostly around the New England area. Is there any uh, plans for the smoke show to go global anytime soon? Uh, it's really just when I finally get the offer that works for me. Like, I don't have to talk about the offers that I've gone before. Like, there's just no need to go into detail or give you or anything like that. My goal is just perform at the highest level. I guess that's a subjective question. So when I feel like the best pool of talent is anywhere outside of New England. I guess we'll go outside of New England. But I think I have too much to prove. Like, once I win this World Heavyweight Championship at Summer Chaos, September 16th, maybe I take the belt somewhere else. Who knows? Like, if, if I change my mind September 17th when I'm world champion and this baby's sleeping with me as mine, Maybe I'll just go somewhere else with it. You know, maybe I'll see competition elsewhere. But as of right now, all the best competition is certainly in New York. I don't have my eyes on anywhere in particular. It's whoever gets me the best offer. And when I see people, I really want to be. I know Juice is currently based out of Vegas. And, and we've been talking to some Vegas talent, too. And there are some top-tier talent out there that I think you could uh... – wrap up with and have a good match i sure. wrestled in vegas once for sure it was banger obviously so i i could totally see that i like the weather 
hot. I prefer that. I like just not having to wear a shirt outside. That's my main thing. That's why I can never be in the unit. All right, Ricky. Well, as we come closer to the end of the show here, we have one last question, potential two-part, depending on how you answer it. But we ask all of our guests because we like to know. So if you could have a dream match with any wrestler from any era, you can choose the match type, stipulations, and where it is anytime in history. I'm going to give categories for baby Ricky, like me as a little, little kid. John Cena, because I had a fat head of him. In, like, my playroom, I call it, because that's where I play all my games and stuff and rest of my friends. I had that there until I was 14 years old. And it just so happens I didn't kiss a girl until I was, like, 15 when I took it down. So, like, John Cena, just because I was, like, a really big fan of him until I realized, I guess, like, in, in a way, he just symbolized virginity in me. You know? Like, I think being a John Cena fanboy was, like, holding me back. And it kind of, like, now that I'm, like, grown up and I'm older, like, that kind of, like, pisses me off that I was, like, brainwashed to, like, really like this guy when he just, he's a narc. He's a narc. So I'd like to beat up John Cena for that. Yeah, like, I'm not trying to call him out or anything. I also did call him out. I got asked that question on Instagram, and I brought up more personal beef that I have with John Cena. And one of those being... When I was eight years old, a birthday party, all my friends and family came. It was a really good time. We had bouncy house and calling candy and all that. And my mom emailed John Cena's people like months in advance. Like, we will give you money to come. Just like be here for like 10 minutes and meet the kid. Like he's gonna be a future wrestling champion wherever he is, swear to God. And just no response. So that's, like, you want to talk about this stuff earlier, the other reason why I don't like John Cena, there's a legit reason why I don't like John Cena, because he ain't coming to my freaking birthday party when I was eight years old. There's so many reasons why John Cena is my dream match, and it's not because of, like, honor or respect. It's more hurt. But, the, yeah, like I said, the reason I brought that up was because I'm trying to get that match booked out weatherless. Who wouldn't watch that? You have a Ricky Smokes main event. And John Cena's there. That's pretty cool. So I'm trying to make that match happen. We have seen Cena at Chaotic before, too. Yeah, exactly, dude. Wherever it is, I don't care. So that's, that's baby Rick, his dream match. As I got older... When I got into, like, watching wrestling on YouTube and trying to watch as many, like, non-WWE things as I could, like, Adam Cole's awesome. Awesome! Like, Daniel Bryan's awesome. Brian Danielson's awesome. And Samoa Joe's awesome. So, like, those would have to be, like, my three. Those are the big three that stick out. Like, I would have a banger with all of them. I guess those are my dream matches. I wish I, I wish I had like non-generic cooler ones, but I don't. Damn. Honestly, that's good. Most of the time we get uh, just Shawn Michaels and um, mainly just Shawn Michaels. Yeah. <laughs> so I think you were less generic than the majority of the people. Thank you. Yeah, Shawn Michaels is the guy. It's like, oh, who would you like to play basketball with? Oh, Michael Jordan. <laughs> like, nice, dude. Creative. You can think for yourself. 
the, those are my guys. John Cena for a personal reason, and the other guys can be on bang. Fair enough. I mean, like you said, I, I would pay money to see any one of those matches. As much money as it took. Thank you. All right, Ricky. Well, we definitely appreciate you joining us today. And uh, with the last few minutes of our show, we like to let the guests plug and promote anything they have going on, be it social media, appearances coming up, merch, whatever. So uh, with that, the floor is yours. Well, Chaotic Wrestling's got, we got at least like two shows a month pretty consistently. August 19th, Smoke Show, baby. Like I said, I don't know what I'm going to be doing. Maybe I'm just like a general manager role. Or maybe I'm like just providing entertainment. Maybe I get like a front row seat and watch. But either way, it's got to be a great time. Vacation Land Cup, August 27th. Watch your boy win. Whoever I'm knocking off first, that's got to be easy. And then it's a fatal four win in order to win the Vacation Land Cup. No problem. You guys see me wrestle twice. And then, of course, when I go to claim this baby. Well, I have a name yet. <laughs> September 16th, Summer Chaos. Chaotic Wrestling is going to see a new reign world heavyweight champion. When I beat Davian, finally, I could get really into it, but I gave you all the info you need. Come see for yourself. That's it for me, boys. Ricky. You are amazing. You are the smoke show for a reason. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you today. And I look forward to seeing that title come back where it truly belongs. It's not going anywhere, frankly. I'm going to walk in with it. What do you think I should name her? I was thinking of Shelby. That's a good one. She looks like a Shelby. Yeah. Juice, you got any good names? I feel like you're a good namer. Female names, please. It's easier to get intimate. I think Shelby's perfect. I mean, you got to do what feels right. And if that That's feels good. right, then that's the name. That's Shelby your first impulse. That's the name. Shelby feels really good. Then that's it. Then I don't need to do any suggestions because that's, that's it. That's the choice. Thank you, guys. Well, I think Shelby and I need some alone time. So thank you guys for having me. That was the future greatest wrestler in the world, Ricky Smokes, invading top of the cage. This is this is a smoke show this week. This is a smoke show. Uh, is, you know, this is his stomping grounds too now. I mean, that was a blast hearing just a genius really talk about one of the most iconic indie wrestlers uh, we have today, the future of the industry. That was just uh, that was that was beautiful, and he's got big mat. Well, he's got a few big matches coming up. We talked about the vacation land in the interview, and we talked about his title match with Davy. He's gonna beat Davy. Davy's we have we love Davy. She's a great champion. She's a powerhouse. Uh, her power and strength will give Ricky a lot of uh, trouble, but he's faced power before. I mean, he's a giant slayer. Like he beat he he eliminated Brian Malonis from uh the countdown last year and he beat him in a singles action i mean this guy is the the giant slayer this guy is gonna win uh sorry davy but the rain ends and uh at summer chaos i there's nothing i can't sugarcoat this it's gonna happen he is also ready to murder like not not just beat not just defeat murder as he put it he likes poking the punching bag with sharp objects 
And he won't have any sharp objects in the ring against Davey at Summer Chaos, but his fists are going to be lethal enough, I bet. I think it's a safe bet just to bet all your money, all your savings, your house, everything. Everything on Ricky Smokes walking out your chaotic heavyweight champion. Uh, That is not a prediction. It's a spoiler, as the great Paul Heyman says. Yes, Paul Heyman, one of the greatest to do it. Ricky Smokes, also one of the greatest to ever do it. And again, thank you so, so much to Ricky for joining us. It was a, it was actually a really fun interview. Um, I love the opportunity to get to talk to him again when him and Shelby can uh, officially be a uh, not out of wedlock couple. Um, and they will truly be as they are meant to be together. So Juice, where can people find us on social media and let us know what they think about this episode, think about the smoke show, and maybe if they have a suggestion for the chaotic heavyweight championship for Ricky too. Yeah, you can let us know some name ideas if he decides to change it from Shelby, but I think Shelby's good. Uh, Twitter, it's capital T, capital O, capital T, capital C, underscore, capital P, lowercase O, lowercase D. On Instagram, it's the same, but it's all lowercase, T-O-T-C, underscore, P-O-D. Those are our socials. Let us know anything that's on your mind, not just uh, this episode related. Uh, Thank you for listening. Yes, and as we come crashing down to the mat on this episode of Top of the Cage, we want to thank you all so much for tuning in. And if you are listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, we hope that you can give us a five-star review. And if you, specifically you, that person not giving us a five-star review, do not get a five-star review, you will not get five-star content. And that is just a fact. Fact. And again... Thank you all so much for tuning in and we will catch you next time.